we're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to the BCP podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. Big hug to all of y'all. I am in Southern California. All of the flights were canceled uh, to Utah out of Santa Ana over the last couple of days, so I don't fly back till Wednesday. But the beauty of technology is that as long as I have a laptop, my blue Yeti mic, uh, and my backdrop, I could be anywhere. Let, let's go behind the scenes. Let me show you right here. For those of you on the podcast, I'm showing that my black, my backdrop uh, is attached to a wall. I can be in a hotel room. I can be uh, in my home studio in Utah. Uh, here in California, anywhere, and still bring you this program. Appreciate those of you who uh, are supporting us. I, on the midnight preview show I did several hours ago, I showed this uh, this image here from local news in Michigan. Video, beer-toting customer shoots robbery suspect. And I explained to you that's one of the stories that was of interest to me, so I put it on the right, I put it on the right tabs. But I saw your comments, and a lot of people were interested in that story as well. So let me just show you the local reporting of this. You're going to see what's very interesting. This is the state of Michigan, that a man who is a good Samaritan and a legal, in the state of Michigan, a legal holder of a concealed carry permit is still waiting on pins and needles weeks later to see if he's going to be prosecuted for saving a man's life. Only in America in 2023 and in states like Michigan that hate the Second Amendment are we even seeing this as a news item. Here's the local report. Video showing a Cass County gas station customer firing seven shots at a suspected armed robber, all while holding a six-pack of light beer. The shooting seriously injured the suspect who had armed himself with a box cutter. Now, the customer waiting to learn if he'll face criminal charges. Target 8 investigator Ken Kolker has those details all new at 6. Oh, 2023 America. And liberals can't understand why people like myself and others like like the idea of MAGA, make America great again. An America where it's common sense that a man should not be waiting on pins and needles to see if he's going to be criminally charged for defending a man against a criminal that had a weapon and was endangering the life of a man in, in, in a robbery. By the way, you'll uh, notice that the man is holding a light, uh, a six-pack of light beer. And you'll also notice that that light beer was not uh, soy boy Bud Light. I don't even drink beer, but I thought it'd be funny to say that. Oh, I am here is how the robber announced himself at the Stone Lake Marathon here in Cassopolis about three weeks ago. 
The video shows the customer holding a six-pack of Miller Lite as the suspect, dressed in black, bursts in on July 27th. The suspect, identified as a 35-year-old Dwajek man, pulls a mask over his face. Another angle shows the suspect approaching the store clerk. Police say he threatened the clerk with a box cutter. The customer, who has a valid concealed carry permit, told police he could not see what was in the robber's hand, but he could see the look of fear in the clerk's face. Video shows the customer pulling a handgun and firing three shots, then another three, all while holding that six-pack. It appears one of those shots hit a liquor bottle. He fired the final shot several seconds later. Bullets struck the robber in the arm, the back, and the face. The customer told police the suspect fell to the floor but was crawling toward him. He held him at gunpoint until police got there. Cass County Prosecutor Victor Fitz says he's waiting for police to finish the investigation before deciding whether to file criminal charges against the customer. Obviously, there's some people who would consider the shooter a, a hero. Well, in Michigan, obviously, it's clear that we do have defense of others as, as part of the, the law in Michigan, that uh, you can defend others if they're in, in a situation where there's, there's dangerous force being used against them. Uh, and certainly in this case, uh, you know, we'll be looking at the facts in regard to that. Target 8 reached out to the man who fired those shots, who lives about four blocks from the gas station, but he declined to comment. The victim of the robbery wouldn't go on camera, but said, quote, he saved my life. The suspect was released from the hospital yesterday and arraigned here in Cass County on three charges, including armed robbery. Because he's a three-time convicted felon, he could face up to life in prison. In Kasopolis, Ken Colker, News 8. And then it turns out that the man is a, this was his third offense. This is a three-peat. He is a serial criminal. It's criminal what's happening to gun owners and people protecting life, liberty, and limb in America. Okay, let's uh, let's now head over to what's going on over in Hawaii. And the spin mobile is in overdrive right now when it comes to Joe Biden not going to visit Maui until today. We had yesterday FEMA director on CNN with this nonsense. Uh, the president has faced some criticism from Republicans because he spent about five days not talking about this as many as many of the devastating images and, and numbers were coming. Do you think the Republican criticism of the president's willingness to talk about this in public or lack thereof is fair criticism? Leave it to CNN to make this a partisan issue, even though we've seen people on Maui that didn't identify as Republicans saying, where is Joe Biden? We want our president. I don't think most Republicans are happy about the fake president Joe Biden and referring to him as our president or my president. It hurts to even say the president. And I don't even have to worry about that anymore because I'm not on YouTube. And I was on YouTube. If you knew around here, I got kicked off of YouTube for reporting on Ray Epps. I used to say, you know, uh, the former vice president, I would say Mr. Biden. I would try to do anything to not say President Biden unless I was reading a direct quote. That's why I love this show. Totally unfiltered. I can say what I really want to say. Like, Joe Biden's a fake president. 2020 was stolen. COVID-19 uh, was an overblown uh, bioweapon that was half-baked and not as dangerous as they hoped it would be. But that was okay because they rolled out a bioweapon 
that was masquerading as a COVID-19 vaccine. Those are true things. And I'm happy that I have these platforms in which I can say them. Okay, so let's go back to CNN here for a second. You know, what I can tell you is the president directed me to go to Maui to assess the damage, meet with the governor, meet with the local officials, you know, giving me the opportunity and the space to make sure that I can understand what's going on. And then I report back to the president. I was in complete communication with him throughout this event. Yep, that's a narrative. Joe Biden really was in charge behind scenes. He is just a great leader and lets his people do their thing. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And you know, this is all coordinated because we even have uh, over here, we've got Washington Post also with the same narrative. Washington Post, ahead of Maui visit, Biden's governmental and personal response scrutinized. White House officials counter that even as he was publicly silent, the president was actively engaged behind the scenes throughout the tragedy. And they see here, behind the scenes, Biden was leading a robust, by-the-book federal response, aides say, speaking daily with state officials in Hawaii, ordering federal responders to provide all necessary assistance and receiving detailed briefings as the crisis unfolded. But as the death toll was escalating towards the triple digits, his muted public approach stood in sharp contrast to his long-standing image of an empathetic leader and offered critics a fresh angle to attack him politically. Who the right, who the hell writes this shysta? To lose, I can't say your name, Olorunipa. I'm sorry, brother. You are just a propagandist for a very, very evil agenda in your writing for the Washington Post. Absolute trash reporting. Absolute trash reporting. Oh, I guess since he's a black man who wrote this, I must be a racist. Of course I'm not a racist. I'm black conservative patriot. I love my black brothers and sisters. I love my white brothers and sisters. As a Christian, I love all of my brothers and sisters. And when you criticize someone for being an a-hole, for being a Marxist, for being a liar, for being a treasonous traitor's rat bastard, it has nothing to do with the color of their skin. It has to do with their character. As MLK said. All right, so we've got here RNC research. Biden heads to Maui almost two weeks after wildfires devastated the island. He needed a vacation at the beach first. Then he needed another vacation. Then after his flyby, he will resume vacation. Isn't that something? CBS News reporting the death toll in Maui now stands at nearly 100 is from a few days ago, but that number is expected to rise dramatically with more than 1,300 people still missing. There are growing fears that many of those are children. Children. How come the left who always cares about children are not outraged at all the missing children that, and, we, and that we don't even know the number of missing children or the number of the dead? Everything is sick and political 
with these people. The National Guard and 20 cadaver dogs continue the painstaking search for victims in the burned-out ruins. The Maui Police Department revealing just tonight that they have identified four victims. It's calling on family members with missing loved ones to give DNA samples. Now, I know these people are burned to a crisp, not to be callous, but is it me or is this a new thing, giving DNA in mass? Not that giving DNA has been asked for before or to identify bodies. But wow, they sure are collecting a lot of DNA, it seems like, to identify these people. I wouldn't give my DNA. Just, just, uh, that. that's just me. I don't know what I'd do in this situation. I don't think I'd give up my DNA, though. With more than 1,300 still missing, we heard about fears that many are children. I'm just going to be very direct with people uh, always. When the bodies are smaller, we know it's a child. That's one of the toughest parts of this. Yes, let's talk about the children. Now, I know there's lots of conspiracy theories. I'm going to say these are theories, not conspiracy fact. At this point, I'm not discounting it like it's impossible, but I'm not saying that it's fact. It's fact that there are a lot of children missing and burnt, but I'm seeing things, oh, this was just like Haiti or whatever. They were grabbing children right before and whisking them off and um, selling them to, in, into child trafficking. I, I don't know if that's happening. I'm not saying it isn't happening, but I, I, for some reason I don't think it is. I, my gut says, and I could be wrong, prove me wrong. Otherwise, if you guys have information, put it in the comments uh, below if there's information that I should be looking at. But people are just kind of saying, they're just saying that this could be happening. And it could be happening, but I haven't seen any evidence of that. Now, if you are into how the elitists work and how they're into sacrifices and what have you, then this is maybe another example of them giving a burnt sacrifice to Moloch, their god, in the form of a whole bunch of children dying in, in Maui. That seems a little bit more likely to me as far as conspiracy theories are concerned. You know, I, I think if they got these children and, and took them off somewhere for to rape them or whatever, yes, they do kill them eventually. But if one of these kids was found anywhere and, and traced back to Maui, I think that could possibly put the uh, the pedophile traffickers, the elitists, in a position they don't want to be. I don't know. Then again, they get away with everything, right? Crimes right before our face and continue to get away with it. Anyway, that's my comment on that conspiracy theory going on right now. Uh but then you see something like this, which makes you wonder, why won't the mayor of Maui talk about this? Why does he not want to talk about it? Why does he not know the number? By the way, the man who interrupted uh, and came to defense of the Maui emergency uh, manager who has since resigned due to health reasons is actually the mayor of Maui. And the people rightfully want to know, what about our kids and the callousness and the dismissiveness of the Maui mayor does leave a lot to be desired and I think does fuel these conspiracy theory ideas. Once again, I just say they're theories right now. I'm not saying that they may not be fact later about perhaps children being uh, kidnapped, abducted, trafficked, etc. I don't know. I wish yes, I you do. How many children are missing? You I know. I knew the answer to that. I'd be happy to answer that. You have no estimate as to how so, many children are missing? I guess Nothing? we can end this right now, if you guys want. 
Sorry, this always, is one of the stays. biggest it questions that the people of Lahaina no, have, but you don't want to answer. It always takes one or two Please. to ruin it for everybody. Please, this is our first time. Well, we can say that about you. You ruined it for everybody. You're welcome to say it. You're the media. You can say whatever you want. You're a disaster. All right. Okay. Yeah, you've been the worst movies. mayor we could possibly imagine. Respect? Respect what? You this is the most dismal response we've ever please. had. You won't wait for your turn. You, you want to shout over these guys that are legitimate. Why don't you give them the real answers media, then? So. Give are them you? the real answers. That's not oh, his question. Oh, oh, let him, let oh, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You can go. Sorry. The mayor saying, we can end this right now because the man wants to know, how many children are missing? He goes, I, I don't, I don't know. We can talk about it. I don't know. He goes, well, what's an estimate? He still does. He doesn't want to give an estimate. Why is he so shady when it comes to the children? And then one, uh, one or two people can ruin it for, for, ruin it for everybody. What a pompous ass, man! What a bastard of a man who doesn't. These are these are children that are missing. Why would you be dismissive about that? And he says, oh, it's the media, but these are obviously the people there are Maui and Hawaii residents and they want to know about the children and he won't answer the question. So many shady things going on when it comes to Hawaii. And it continues and it continues and it continues. Okay. Did you guys see this clip? When Biden was selling Bidenomics and he forgot the name of Maui? The Army helicopters... Uh, help fire suppression and efforts on the Big Island because there's still some burning on the Big Island, not the one that not the one where you see on television all the time. Not the one you see on television all the time. You mean Maui? We'll see Oahu a lot with Hawaii. Uh, uh, what's the uh, Hawaii Five O taking place at, um, around Honolulu? Man, having a fake president really sucks, especially one as evil, disgusting, and as dementia-ridden as this one. Oh, real quick, I want to show this to you as well. This is Nick Sorter. He is a uh, independent journalist, but he covers stories for Tucker Carlson Tonight, Fox News, Newsmax, OAN, BBC, and more. And he was being stalked while trying to report on what's going on in Lahaina in Maui and was interrupted while doing a live segment the other day for Steve Bannon. Why is this guy being followed and tracked? Very shady things going on here. Once again, this is not, to me, not evidence that they're trafficking children, but it sure seems like they're trying to hide people from really finding out what's going on. People's minds here. Hey, what's up, Nick? I've been trying to reach you. I've been reaching out to you on X. Um, we're supposed to be uh, meeting with people here. Who? Do you, what victims? Uh, okay, yeah. So this is this is so you're seeing this live right now. People actually track they yeah. track me down. And you're staying in a tent. You said you're coming and staying in a tent. You're taking uh, up resources. I'm not taking up here. any resources here. They make it look and sound like it's locals that are concerned about him using local resources. But he's not using local resources and no one seems to be stalking CBS, NBC, CNN, and all the major news people there um, that are staying in hotels and other things. This guy, Nick Sorters, actually was, looks like he's camping out to cover the story. And he says that this uh, encounter happened at 545 in the morning. All right, there's one last thing I want to uh, bring to you f uh, from 
Hawaii, and this is actually happening. This is uh, this was I, I saw this posted yesterday. Good morning, Hawaii. Is in, in the in the wake of all this, Good Morning Hawaii is pushing an event coming up in the next couple uh, next few days. You'll never guess what that event is. Let me show it to you. Joining me now, to talk more about this is Laura Palifax, and you're uh, organi- helping to organize this. So tell us what is happening. I mean, in the wake of what I just talked about, so much going on with Ukraine, and I know that you know our hearts are with Ukraine, also with, of course, people on Maui. But but tell us how how are you folks doing here? Thank you. Um, Every day is a struggle for many people as they have family um, and friends that whose cities are getting bombed. Um, and so it's really tough. Um, you know, Hawaii is such a beautiful place. Um, and, you know, we, we want to make the most of living here and be part of the community and be involved with things in the community. And um, but however, it is difficult with with all of this you know, going on. That is not parody. That is not satire. Good morning, Hawaii. Oh yeah, things are going on in Maui. Woman almost in tears over what's happening over in Ukraine. Now don't get me wrong, what's happening in Ukraine is sad because of the war. I'm not covering much on Ukraine, but we're getting word from Russia, so take it uh, with a grain of salt. But Russia is more credible and lots of things going on with this conflict than the warmongering West is, that seven to 800 people, uh, men a day on the Ukrainian side are dying. Meanwhile, in Kiev. Good evening to you, Catalina. Um, allegations online as ever, that in Ukraine, um, on the capital, Kiev, nightclubs are up and running. Tell us more. That's right, Mark. According to these allegations online, parties in Kyiv are in full swing uh, despite the war in Ukraine. And these parties are allegedly uh, funded by international donations. These are the claims uh, with this video that's been viewed on Twitter over 8 million times posted on May 3rd, uh, where we see this alleged scene of a very active uh, nightlife in Kyiv. Uh, and this is a compilation of four different nightclubs in the Ukrainian capital that allegedly took place recently. Uh, so here's the original uh, tweet uh, from Radio Genova. This tweet has seen, been seen over 35 million times on a Twitter. No, this is not a Barbie movie. This is a beach club in Kiev, Ukraine during the war, which is very controversial considering that it is now a war-torn country, but part of the country is still living normal life. Despite the rockets, Ukraine's nightlife is rocking. The bars and clubs are full. The place is jumping, music pumping, drinks flow freely, and they dance like there's no tomorrow. I was shocked at what CBS News actually reported here next. Listen. And it's not just here. Fun fact, there are now more bars and restaurants in the capital than before the start of the invasion. More bars, nightclubs, and restaurants in Kiev since before the invasion. Is it because people just need an outlet? because of all of the horrors of war, so they need to go out and eat more in a war-torn country? Or is it maybe because, I don't know, more money is flowing 
from our tax taxpayer pockets to them for, I don't know, a little R&R and fun. Uh, meanwhile, in Kiev, uh, nightclubs, please donate more money. Uh, then this tweet was widely shared, as you can imagine. Here's an example from a user that claims, so they made donations, so they could go clubbing. Hashtag Ukraine. All right. As Snoop Dogg would say, for shizzle, you can't make this shiznit up. You've got Good Morning Hawaii having a Ukrainian, Hawaiian, American in tears about how the people are suffering over in Ukraine. It, it's, it's really tough. So how are you able to deal with all of this? I know that your independence from the, you know, Russia is coming mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how do you balance all of this? I mean, mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. with all this going on over there, with the war continuing and, and just, you know, your, your people living here taking shelter? Mm -hmm. Well, what helps is knowing that we're doing something to help. So while people are clubbing out in Kiev, more restaurants, bars, and nightclubs, more than ever, and while Maui is burning down, make sure that you go while you're in Hawaii to Ukrainian Independence Day celebration this Saturday. This is real, folks. I freaking kid you not. And so um, with the Independence Day, it's the 32nd anniversary of um, the break from the USSR, where Ukraine regained independence. They previously had independence, um, but were taken over um, by USSR, as were many other countries. Um, and celebrating, well, we don't like to use the word celebrate, but observing um, this day, the actual date is August 24th is the official uh, date, but we're having it on the 26th, August 26th. This is Saturday, so more people can attend. To make it clear, for those of you listening to the BCP podcast and not watching it, it's taking place on Oahu, so it's not on the island of Maui. Oh, but boy, are they suffering in Ukraine. Now, no, uh, they are suffering in Ukraine. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. People are dying Unnecessary wars happening, but Joe Biden and others keep making that cash money or secret transfers via shell companies from Ukraine. This doesn't look good, by the way, and that's why uh, Zelensky is, uh, has reprimanded his people because they got to keep the money flowing and everyone knowing that they're still partying and life is normal and there appears to be a lot more money flowing in Kiev is not a good look when they're trying to still get more money from us from the Western world. This summer, most Americans left COVID in the past, gathering together once again mask-free. But tonight, signs of a COVID resurgence. Across the country, COVID hospitalizations jumped more than 14% in the most recent week. That's right, as I've been reporting, COVID is back. And we know this from what the illegitimate Biden administration is up to. But for them to be successful, again, with this whole sham, they've got a fear monger, which is exactly what they're doing from coast to coast. This segment I just started showing you is from local news in Houston. It's been almost a year since the last COVID booster came out. And of course, it's not just Houston. It's also California reporting on this. 
Okay, thank you both. Well, several local school districts will be welcoming kids back to class this morning. That comes as hospitals across the country seen an increase in COVID cases. Let's go to CBS 13's Rachel Wolf live in Sacramento with what health officials are urging parents to do to keep their kids safe. We know a lot of kids going to be packed together. It's hot outside, uh, mm -hmm. so a lot of us, a good warning for not just school kids either. Yeah. Yeah, also for us at work too, right? Whenever anybody coughs, everybody goes, freaks out because we're seeing uh, COVID-19 hospitalizations rise. So this is a perfect time to do that prep work as kids head back to school. A reminder about some of the recommendations from the Department of Health. And of course, New York. There are three manufacturers of the new booster heading our way, Pfizer, Moderna, and Novavax. And it's supposed to be out by late September, maybe early October. But aren't we all suffering from COVID booster fatigue? Yes, we may be sick of COVID, but the fact is we're sick of everything. We're sick of the flu and we all get our flu shots. Lenox Hill pulmonologist Dr. Len Horovitz says he's seeing the uptick in COVID cases with this new variant called EG5 or ERIS. The World Health Organization says 17% of all new cases are now ERIS as opposed to XBB. So this new variant, according to Dr. Horovitz, is a spinoff of a spinoff of the Omicron variant. Ah, the Omicron variant. Hadn't heard that for a while. That hadn't been the case. So since we're not scared of it anymore, we need to have a spin-off of a spin-off of a variant of a mutation. Here we go. Exclusive to the war room. Gotta get my glasses for this one. Today, Natalie Winters. Natalie Winters has been Jane uh on the go. She has been Johnny on the dollar on this. Fantastic work uh by Natalie Winters over at the war room with Steve Bannon. The federal government started purchasing COVID-19 equipment and hiring advisors on safety protocols. Amid speculation, the Biden White House will reinstate, will reinstate pandemic-era lockdowns and mandates, War Room can reveal. The unearthed government contracts from entities including the Department of Defense shows millions in taxpayer funds being used to purchase COVID-19 equipment such as test kits, some of the contracts, which are traceable via the federal government spending database, are even scheduled to begin in future months, such as September and October. The DOD, for example, gave Hologic Sales and Services a $1.5 million contract beginning on October 1st. That's to conclude in May of 2024. Yep. <laughs> I should laugh because it's not funny. But there you go. That that's That's when this next... Fear mongering is going to happen between October and of this year and May of, of next year. The federal database reveals the funds are for COVID testing services in support of the Department of Pathology. Uh, the Department of Veterans Affairs also inked a 20, uh, excuse me, not 20. That is a big difference between 2 million and, and 20 million. It's a $2 million contract with Abbott beginning on September 22nd, set to conclude in September of 2024, right before the elections. Now, the VA, also started, also, the VA also started a $1.3 million contract with BioFire on August 18th for their testing agents and equipments. And that's set to expire August of next year. They sure seem to have an operation between now and then, don't they? Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? COVID forever. All right. 
Breaking news on the Hunter Biden front. Politico has revealed in the summer of 2019, according to one of the slides, uh, Politico and the New York Times received leaked documentation about the going-ons of the Hunter Biden investigation and they're they're trying not to not indict or even charge this is David Weiss US attorney Trump appointed US attorney in Delaware it's all coming out now so funny how all these things are being leaked and Politico put this in their article they didn't put it toward the top of their article interesting enough you had to go down several uh, paragraphs to find it in the summer of 2019 according to one of the slides Biden got sober and they're talking about Hunter Biden here and started working to make amends with the IRS, but he faced an unusual complication. He was at the center of Trump's first impeachment. The slide deck cites an email one of Biden's advisors sent him on January 26, 2020, saying they would need several hours to go through questions and find documents as they try to settle his tax bill. Quote, I have meeting tomorrow with impeachment lawyers for the, for the day, Biden replied. I will have to wait until Tuesday, I'm afraid. And as Miranda Devine divined or as we're able to see here hunter was involved in the trump impeachment over ukraine the first sham trump impeachment with this little nugget of he was not able to do something because he was too busy interviewing impeachment lawyers this is the developing story we'll have more on this hopefully in the coming days and then we're also finding out that when they were trying to work out how they were going to deal with Hunter Biden, that in the eve of the collapse of the Hunter Biden plea deal, they were just going to excuse Hunter Biden altogether. I'm talking about David Weiss, the special counsel, like we're supposed to believe the special counsel is actually gonna do anything against Hunter Biden. But here's where it gets crazy. Uh, in this article at the New York Times, it says the filing, following. The deal's collapse chronicled in over 200 pages of confidential correspondence between Mr. Weiss's office and Mr. Biden's legal team and interviews with those close to Mr. Biden, lawyers involved in the case, and Justice Department officials came after in came after intense negotiations that started with the prospect that Mr. Biden would not be charged at all and could end in his... Uh, folks, they had the prospect... Remember, everything is between the DOJ and the Biden family uh, with kid gloves, with white gloves, trying to smooth things over and excuse their crimes and hide their crimes. But what got into uh, what got into the mix? The whistleblowers that came forward. Earlier this year, the Times found Mr. Weiss appeared willing to forego any prosecution of Mr. Biden at all. And his office came close to agreeing to end the investigation without requiring a guilty plea on any charges. But the correspondence reveals that his position relayed through his staff changed in the spring around the time a pair of IRS officials on the case accused the Justice Department of hamstringing the investigation. Mr. Weiss suddenly demanded that Mr. Biden plead guilty to committing tax offenses. Mr. Weiss was going to let him skate, but then Mr. Gary Shapley and Whistleblower X came forward and all of a sudden the light 
was shed on the cockroaches and their machinations and their skullduggery and their plot to just let Hunter Biden skate as they go after President Trump. So they, they wanted to have at least a a guilty plea on the tax offenses. Now here is where, here's what I really want to point out. I mean, that's juicy enough, but now the IRS agents and the Republican allies say they believe the evidence they brought forward at the precise time they did played a role in influencing the outcome. A senior law enforcement official as law uh, official, a claim senior law enforcement officials dispute. While Mr. Biden's legal team agrees that the IRS agents affected the deal, his lawyers have contended to the Justice Department that by disclosing details about the investigation of Congress, they broke the law and should be prosecuted. Because the whistleblowers came forward and exposed the partisan politics of saving Hunter Biden, the Biden people wanted the Justice Department to go and prosecute the whistleblowers. You can't make this shiznit up, folks. We truly live in a banana republic. And I agree with this gentleman here who flew this over Hoboth Beach over the weekend. It's time for some indictments, but not of Trump, but of the true criminals, Hunter Biden and his father, the big criminal, Joseph Biden, and the guy who allowed all of this to happen, which of course is Barack Hussein Obama, who is still secretly acting as president in his basement, talking to the fake president, Joe Biden. I'll be back tomorrow with more news. And you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need.